God bless. Good afternoon. I greet you in the precious name of Jesus. And I pray that all is well with you. And I feel like this word is very, very important. Uh, some of you may be watching it later uh, in the archive on our YouTube channel. But for those of you that are listening, uh, I appreciate you gathering in with us. I know a lot of church service has been canceled. And it's time for God's people to know what to do. Now I want to uh, say something right off the bat. And that is that without a doubt, I believe in divine healing. I have preached the stripes and the blood of Jesus and the power of God's Word all over the world for 48 years. I do not doubt prayer and I do not doubt the power of God to heal. But the situation we are in and the world is in, this is not a time to be praying uh, for God to move this virus because this is by the hand of the Lord. I don't care what preachers have told you. I don't care what anyone else has told you. When God speaks to me, I know the voice of God. And I don't need you writing me and telling me that I've missed it or try to argue with me because there ain't no argument in this. This is going to be the word of the Lord that God's people need to give them direction because right now it's like nobody knows what to do. There's a spirit of blindness, darkness, and confusion all over God's people. Ministers don't know what to do. And until two days ago, I did not have clear direction on what to do. But at uh, 4.30 in the morning on Saturday, the 21st of March, which was yesterday, the word of the Lord spoke into my spirit. Uh, and this is what God spoke to me uh, right off. And I'm going to Jeremiah, the 29th verse, I mean 29th chapter, and I'm going to the 11th verse. And this is where I want to begin. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. God spoke that into my spirit. Uh, he woke me up with it. And uh, I was laying there in the bed, and I was meditating on the Lord, and God was dealing with me about some things. But then the Lord spoke into my spirit, and he said, my people have semi-sought me. And when God spoke that, he got my attention. And I immediately got out of the bed, went into the office, uh, turned on my computer where I could get to my Bible program so I could begin looking up scriptures. And I started writing things down. And then the Lord brought it back to my spirit. He said, my people have semi-sought me, and because there has been so many other things that they have included in their time of dedication and seeking my face, he said, your sacrifice has been polluted. You have not offered unto me a pure sacrifice. 
You have not offered unto me the working uh, uh, of the right way to present yourselves to me. And then he gave me this scripture, Romans 12 and 1 and 2. And he said, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto me, which is your reasonable service. Right there, God told us. He said, your body is to be presented to me, or you make a present of your body to give to me, and you make it a living sacrifice, and you make it holy, and you make it acceptable unto me. Well, when our minds are caught up on everything in the world, and our thoughts are dealing with all our responsibilities, all our desires, everything we want to do, and at the same time, we're telling ourselves in our spirits that we're seeking God for the will and the mind and direction of God. You are not offering the Lord a pure sacrifice. And He spoke in His Word that if you go make a sacrifice, you let it be without spot and without blemish. So we have not presented our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. So... Uh, we've got some changes to make and we've got some things we need to bring in line with what God is wanting to see out of us and what God expects out of us because He went on and said, this is your reasonable service. This is what you need to be doing. I'm not asking anything special of you. So the Lord just uh, went on and kept dealing with me uh, that He's brought us to the place... Uh, of a time of seeking Him. But I will guarantee you that the majority of you have been just like I was when this thing started. Man, I've been praying. I've been uh, pressing God. I've been seeking God. And I've been asking Him what was going on. Why all this was happening. Children of God, God just ain't uh, visited a few people. God just ain't shut down a state or two. God just ain't shut down the United States. But the Lord has stopped the whole world and stood it still. And if you don't think this is of God, then you tell me the devil can paralyze the whole world in just a... A matter of days? I don't believe that. I don't believe he has that kind of power. I don't believe he's been given that kind of authority. But God has allowed this and man has nothing to do with this. Man did not create this. He's not in control of this. The devil is not in control of this. God Almighty has used this to bring the nations of the world to a standstill to get your attention. Back last year in April the 25th, uh, the Lord spoke a prophecy. It's on our webpage. You can go look at it. Uh, it is uh, 2019, uh, the month of April, 04 and 25. And the spirit of prophecy fell on me in a service in Thomaston, Georgia. We just went in there for three days of prayer. Wasn't any preaching. We went in there for three days of prayer. We were with Brother, Brother Buddy Williams in Thomaston, Georgia. And we sought the Lord morning and evening for three days in prayer. And the 25th, which I think was the second day or third day of that prayer, I can't remember now, the spirit of prophecy fell on me and God began to speak. And He spoke about the turning of things upside down. 
He said he would turn our government upside down. And if our government has not been turned upside down, and if things of the world have not been turned upside down, then I don't want to see them turned upside down. Because, man, you're talking about a confused mess and trouble and chaos and blindness. Nobody really knows what to do. You listening to me? I'm talking about naturally. This is unprecedented, children. You don't need to be sit back and criticizing leaders for what they're doing because nobody's ever walked this way before. This is unprecedented. Well, it's also unprecedented spiritually. You can't find a time in the Bible, unless I'm overlooking something, that God has stood the world still. He may have visited His people. And, and uh, you know, I told somebody, and we were talking about it, and I said, this is a visitation from the Lord. And, and I think somebody said, no, this is the visitation of the Lord. So God has not just to- chosen this time to visit us, but this is the visitation of the Lord that will now change the course of man in the earth to those that hear the word of the Lord. So uh, God told us there was going to be a turning of things upside down. He said that there would be a uh, something get a hold of people. I don't remember exactly how he worded it. said, but this thing would go from the mayor's house to the White House. If this thing has not affected every government, local, county, state, nation, if this thing has not gone from the, from the mayor's house to the White House, and then the Lord said a spirit of fear would take hold of people, and you can look around right now. The reason people are hoarding, they're scared to death. They're not going to get anything to eat. They're scared to death. The supplies are going to be cut short. And I'm telling you, uh, people ain't just hoarding up food. They said there's been a run on guns and ammunition. And one man said he was scared to death. He was going to run out of food. And people are going to run out of food. And it's going to start breaking in houses. And this has caused uh, gun sales to go through the roof. I mean, it's on the news. So we are in a time that fear has gripped the nations. And God said that a spirit of fear would grip the people. He said, but my people will walk in faith and confidence. If you're a child of God, you ain't got any reason to be afraid. You are, you do not be, need to be walking in fear because uh, the Lord spoke and He said, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind is a disciplined mind. It is a mind that is stayed up on the Lord. And he said in Isaiah 26 and 3, The man whose mind is stayed upon me, I will keep him in perfect peace because he trusts in me. If you're a child of God and your mind is stayed on the Lord, you ought to be walking in peace. I don't care what the government does. I don't care how bad this thing gets. I don't care uh, how long it lasts. God has spoken to it, and the Lord went on setting the prophecy. I've spoken to my people to lay up enough food and water to last for three months. And, and the Lord told us this starting in 2009. He began to tell us, put back enough food and water. Calamities are coming. Crises are coming. Natural disasters are coming. He said, you get yourself prepared. Whatever happens, you'll be able to sustain yourself and your family for three months. So those of you that are prepared, you shouldn't be worried about food. If you've not listened to the word of the Lord, then that uh, that's your fault. But if you haven't heard this word, then you need to find out what you're following. 
You need to find out what you're listening to because every minister anointed by the Holy Ghost should have the same mind, the same judgment, and be speaking the same thing and warning you. And there's been many times since 2013 that the Lord has warned of sickness and disease coming to the earth. Uh, there was a prophecy in 04, I'm sorry, it was 2013, April the 4th, that the Lord spoke and said there's diseases going to be revealed out of the heaven that a man won't know what to do with. There'll be no cure for it. He said diseases like polio and smallpox and other things they thought they had eradicated. He said they're coming back. And he even spoke about the black plague of the Middle Ages coming back that killed into the thousands. We got to be prepared uh, naturally and spiritually. And if you're prepared spiritually, then your mind, you mentally are going to be in that place where peace and the confidence of God will overshadow you. So uh, the Lord brought this scripture to my mind in Isaiah 59 when he began to deal with me about the word of the Lord to the nations. And in Isaiah 59 and 9, this is what the Lord put in my spirit yesterday. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither does justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity, for brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if, as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night, and we are in desolate places as dead men. And that's what the Lord told me. He said, we are walking in blindness because right now people don't know what to do. They have no idea what to do. They have no idea uh, which way to direct people to go. But I'm telling you, the word of the Lord come to me yesterday morning at 4.30 and I'm, I'm laying the foundation for this word to come to you and for God to reveal Himself to you and uh, give you the direction that you need. So, uh, but right now, people are in fear. I'm talking about God's people are in fear. Ministers don't know what to do. And I'm not criticizing any pastor. There's some shut their churches down. There's some kept them open. You do whatever you feel led by the presence of the Lord. I'm not going to tell you what to do is how you conduct your uh, church or your business at a pastor. I'm just telling you there's a word of the Lord that God has put in my spirit. You say what you want to, but the word of the Lord for the nations has fell in my soul because this thing ain't just one state. It ain't one group of people. This is all over the world. This thing is affecting every nation on the face of the earth. And that's why the Lord said, this is the word of the Lord to the nations. So we need to know that God is talking to us. We need to know God wants to reveal Himself to us. But I want to know how long it's going to take for some of us to wake up and ask ourselves, what are we going to do to get the answer? They ain't a one of you out there that doesn't need an answer. They ain't a one of you out there, if I ask you, do you have direction? 99% of you wouldn't have direction. You wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't know where to go. You wouldn't know how to direct your people. But God has dropped this word in my spirit. And that's why He spoke this word in Jeremiah to me. And He said, the thoughts that I have towards you, they're thoughts of peace. God does not want to do His people evil. 
He does not. And I will tell you right off the hand, the right off hand, this is not the wrath of God. This is not the judgment of God. God spoke in that prophecy last year. He said, this is a chastisement. This is a chastening. This is instruction. This is correction. And sometimes, you know, you talk to your children and you tell them what to do. And if they don't do it, then sometimes you got to apply a little pressure to them. So God's been telling us for years now to come aside and seek Him. He's been pulling on us to come aside. He's been telling us to get into a relationship with Him. He's been telling us to come together uh, to seek His face where He could visit us. And we've semi-done it. This is what God told me the other morning. So now God's having to apply pressure to get our attention. But see, He's not just getting the state of Georgia's attention. He's not just getting the state of Alabama's attention. He's not just getting the attention of the United States. God has let this thing affect the whole world in just a matter of days. And several years ago, the Lord spoke in His Word, or spoke by spirit of prophecy at our church in Fort Payne, Alabama, and He said, I'm bringing the body of Christ together all over the world. Guess what? The body of Christ is coming together in a unity. This is what the Lord put in my spirit. When you come together, he, t- uh, he spoke it in Jeremiah, then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you and ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. It's now time for the body of Christ. It's time for God's people all over the world in a unity and one mind and one accord to come together and seek God with all their hearts. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? This thing shuts you in. It has it shuts you in. There's a lot of places in the United States now they're telling people stay inside. They first told them stay home. Now they're telling them stay inside and tell them not to come outdoors. So you've got nothing to do. Many of you are off your jobs. You can't go to work. You can't go outside. The uh, restaurants are shut down. You can't go eat. So what are you going to do? You're going to stand still and seek the Lord with all your heart. You're not going to get in this thing semi is what God said, but you're going to set aside every distraction and you're going to seek the face of God and you're going to come together with the believers. You don't have to get in the same location, but we're coming together in a unity and we're going to pray and we're going to seek God, not for God to stop this virus. God's not going to stop this till He gets ready. But what God wants us to do is come together and call upon the name of the Lord for a visitation of the Holy Ghost to restore the church back to where He's established during the day of Pentecost. This is what God is doing right now. He's telling His people to come together. He's telling them to come together in one mind, one accord. What did the disciples do on the day of Pentecost? They gathered in that upper room and they were in one accord. People say, well, Brother Better, they were in one mind. No, they weren't in one mind and one accord. They were in one accord because they didn't have the one mind until after the Holy Ghost came and brought in the mind of Christ. But now we can come together in one mind. We can come together in one accord. 
You can live in panic. You can live in fear. You can walk in darkness. You can do what what that scripture, I think it was in Isaiah said, you grope at the wall trying to feel your way around. You walk like uh, you're in darkness at noonday. Or you can hear the word of the Lord and all you ministers can pass this word to your people. You people listening to this can say, man, that makes sense. I don't know what else to do. I'm at home. I'm locked in. So now is the time to seek the Lord. Now's the time to seek Him. Because God has a season. You hear what I said? God said in Ecclesiastes to everything, there's a season. And there's a time to every purpose under the heaven. This is God's season right now. I heard my son say, don't wait three months. They don't need to wait three months. Because I'm going to tell you something, whether y'all realize it or not, we're dead in the water. Tell me. Tell me you know what to do. Tell me you know where to go. You know, when I was evangelist, I evangelized for 22 years. When I didn't know what to do, I'd come aside and seek the Lord if it took two weeks, three weeks, a month. I didn't run from church to church on a milk route just to get an offer. There's a lot of you preachers, God set you down right now, and you need to go get under your pastors. You need to go get some teaching and quit running out here fleecing God's people and shouting them and just wanting to have a, a what you call a good Holy Ghost revival and all you doing is shouting and laying hands on people from the jerk and shouting talking tongues. People need a word from God. They need direction. They need leadership. They need these fears calmed. And you just jerking and shouting and talking in tongues does not calm fear. This is a spirit and the anointing of the Holy Ghost has to destroy the yoke. Has to destroy the yoke for people to calm down. But if you're in a relationship with God and you're walking in peace, and your mind is stayed upon the Lord, then you can help people. If you ain't, don't you, you don't need to be trying to go somewhere. Because I'm going to tell you, yeah, you ain't got many places you can go. Too many churches to shut down. And while these churches are shut down, I'm encouraging you people, send your tithes and offerings in to keep your church going. Keep your church open because if you don't, when you come through this, you may not have a church if you don't stand with that pastor to pay them bills. So you keep the Word of the Lord going. If you believe this is the Word of the Lord, then you support it. You get behind it. And you keep this Word out here so people will know what to do. But uh, there's never been a time in history where God has stood the whole world still. And the reason we're in such a place is we're moving from one generation to the next. We're moving from one dispensation to the next. It's only been a couple of years. The Lord told me the dispensation that I grew up in, it was dead. I saw it like a train running full steam and it just died on the tracks and stopped. God said the dispensation you've been in since you was a boy. But He told me really it was since Azusa Street. Everything with Pentecost and the tongues, it, it happened with Azusa Street. It's went for over a hundred years. And the Lord said, now it's dead in the water. It stopped because that ain't what God's doing now. I've seen some great revivals, seen some great outpourings of what we call the Holy Ghost. But God's taking His people further. That's not the mind of God. That's not the will of God. The way you've been preaching for the last 20, 30, 40 years, even the way you've been preaching for the last five years, it ain't the mind of God no more. This is the time to stand still and seek the Lord, and this is God's season to perform His work. We're spiritually bankrupt. We really don't know where to go and what to do. 
There's forces of darkness all over God's people right now. But as we, we preached into Africa yesterday morning off live stream, and while I was preaching to them and praying for the people, I saw the chains of religious darkness and bondage begin to fall off God's people. There is a light coming to, to coming to people in Africa. I know God's going to do something all over the world, but I've done seen the light. My wife saw it. She saw those people over there with their hands raised, reaching out to God, and it was like light was coming up from the earth. And the Lord spoke to me on Thanksgiving morning, 2019. We preached into Africa uh, that morning, and the Lord spoke to me about 2:30 that morning. He said, "Africa." For many, many, many hundreds of years has been called the dark, dark continent. But it shall no more be called the dark continent, but it shall be called the continent of light for a visitation of my word and my spirits coming to Africa. And I believe that. I believe that with all of my heart. We don't know when we're going now because of all this that has come up. We were scheduled to go fall of 2020. We still may be able to go. Fall of 2020, it may be winter of 2021, I don't know. But somewhere in that time period, we're going, and I'm going to take Jesus, I'm going to take the cross, I'm going to take the stripes, I'm going to preach the blood, I'm going to preach the power of the kingdom, and I'm going to do just what God commanded us to do. We're going to heal the sick, we're going to cast out devils, we're going to deliver people, and the bondage of sins going to be broken off of them. But one of the last things I want to deal with you about and talk to you about is found... In Ezekiel, the twenty, I'm, the, I'm sorry, the twelfth chapter, but it goes to the twenty-second verse. And you may disagree with this; that's your privilege. You disagree with it; you disagree with it. But I'm telling you, this word's gonna come to pass. This word will come to pass because God said it. God spoke it. It's the mind and will of God. And if this ain't the mind and will of God for God's people, then you tell what people what to do. You tell them what the mind of God is. Because there ain't nowhere in the history of man, in the history of the world that I know anything about, that God has brought the whole world to a standstill and He's bringing His body together all over the world in a unity of the Spirit to seek God to visit man with an outpouring and the visitation of the Holy Ghost to restore the church back to where He founded her on the day of Pentecost. The government's got to be put back. The, the, the leadership of the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers has got to be put back. And that's the very reason that you don't have a lot of people standing up that can tell you what to do. God didn't give the word of the Lord to the body, to the pastors, to the evangelists, to the teachers. He gave it to the apostles and prophets. I can stand up and preach to you today and declare the word of the Lord to the nations because God in 2015 ordained me and said He was calling me to an apostleship. Have I reached the fullness of it yet? I don't think so, but I've come a long way in five years and I can declare the word of the Lord to you by this ministry of of the apostle and the apostleship of the Spirit of God called man didn't call me. Man ain't never called me. I ain't never paid any attention to the call of man. Matter of fact, there have been times people wish they could discall me. But it's because God's called me that I'm ordained and I can stand with boldness and declare the word of the Lord to you. So out of Ezekiel 12 and 22, well I'm going to 21 first and it says, And the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, what is that proverb? 
that ye have in the land of Israel, saying that days are prolonged, and every vision faileth, this vision ain't going to fail. Tell them, therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel, but say unto them, The days are at hand, and the effect of every vision. The Lord gave me a vision. I'll finish this in just a minute. The Lord gave me a vision back in 2009. I had fasted, I think, close to 30 days. Uh, I believe it was 28 days. And on the 28th day of that fast, the Lord visited me and brought the word of the Lord to me. And he brought the word of the Lord out of Second Chronicles 7.14. said, My people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. And I didn't even let the Lord get finished. I said, yeah, I know what it says. And buddy, you talking about God ripping me up. I mean, God rebuked me. He ripped me up. He said, if you know what it says, then why ain't you putting it in action? There's a lot of people who quote the word, but they don't know how to put the word in action. But anyway, the Lord took me into a vision right there, and I saw the economy of this country like a huge whirlwind, and it was digging into the ground. Well, I thought that, you know, right in that time, from about 2008 or nine to about 2014 or so, uh, our economy got really bad. I mean, our government had to step in with uh, billions and billions of dollars to bail businesses out uh, to keep this nation from going under. And I thought that was what the Lord was showing me. But then the Lord spoke to me and He said, If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. See, it ain't just praying. Everybody said, well, let's come together and pray. No, it ain't just praying. It's humbling yourselves. And my people, which are called by my name, will first humble themselves. Get rid of your religious pride. Get rid of your spiritual pride that you don't think God can take you down. Because I'm going to tell you something. The last two weeks, God's humbled every one of us. You can shout and jerk and jump and prophesy and talk in tongues. But what you're saying, it ain't doing nothing. Because I'm going to tell you, people still in a mess. People still bound up. People still getting sick. This thing's still crippling the world. So unless you're speaking by the Spirit of God, you just might as well hold your peace because God ain't going to move when you pray if it's against the mind and the will of God and it's God's will at this time to paralyze the world. He's done it. He's done it in His time. He's done it in His order. He's done it in His season. And the Word of the Lord at this time is to come aside and be still and know that He's God. Some of you out there know I've quoted this scripture for two or three years. Be still and know that I'm God. Out of Psalms 46 and 10. And But if we've ever been still and know that He's God, it's now. It's right now that you better hearken to the voice of the Lord. But anyway, the Lord gave me that scripture and as people begin to pray, as they begin to repent. The only, uh, the only prayer you need to pray right now is a prayer of repentance because we got away from God. God said we did. He said, there had been wickedness gotten my people. My people's got haughty and lifted up. My people have not prayed. They've not sought me. And he said, until, 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 uh, until they humble themselves, seek my face, pray, turn from their wicked ways. And he said, only then will I hear from heaven. So if you want to gather people together and pray, pray the prayer of repentance. You ain't going to pray this thing off off the world. You ain't going to do it. You ain't going to pray this off the nations because God's done it. You can disagree with me all you want to. I believe in divine healing. I've had miracles on top of miracles all over the world evangelizing for 22 years. I've seen God open blind eyes and stop deaf ears, hear cancers, 
You name it, God's done it. He's brought people out of comas. Uh, God's moved in great miraculous miracles. I don't doubt the hand of God. But I also know how to be still and hear the voice of God. Some of you just want to jump and pray. You think everything that's a disaster, everything that's a sickness or disease, you can just pray and move it because uh, you believe in divine healing. No, you got to find the mind and will of God. There's somebody circling, uh, uh, circulating a video all over Facebook of some man supposed to be a prophet standing up and prophesying about people not to take this uh, corona medication they say they're coming out with and they sent it to me. And I texted them back. I said, you know the man? He said, no. Don't know nothing about it. I said, then what are you listening to somebody? Their ministry's not proven. Why are you uh, taking the word of a stranger just because they've tagged themselves as a prophet and they're standing up and telling you God said this and God said that? If you're going to listen to somebody, you better find uh, a vessel sent from God that is anointed and their word's been proven. My word's been proven 48 years. My word's been proven and established 48 years. Some of you've heard it, you know it, you've seen it come to pass. Uh, over the years, it's come to pass in your life. It's come to pass in the nations. Uh, it's come to pass in hurricanes. It's come to pass uh, when terror attacks hit New York. Uh, in 2001, God spoke of it. Six months before it happened, the word of the Lord in me uh, is established. It is settled. Uh, and it is proven. Uh, that's why I can speak to you and I'm going to speak to you the way I'm speaking to you. I'm not a fly by night. I ain't got a bunch of music and a bunch of flashing lights and smoke and mirrors behind me. I ain't going to take you into another portal. I'm going to take you into the Word of God. That's what I'm delivering to you is the Word of the Lord by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So, as I watch that whirlwind dig into the ground, I see as God's people pray. The hand of the Lord come down to apply itself to the side of that whirlwind like a brake. And it started slowing down. The more pressure God put on it, the more it slowed down and it stopped. It stopped for about two or three seconds. And then it started spinning the other way and come up out of the ground. And God told me our economy would flourish. Well, I thought, you know, when we went into this economic recession back around 2011, 12, 13, somewhere in there, and, and everything was falling apart, I thought that was... But the other morning, the Lord spoke to me. He said, the vision I showed you of the whirlwind and the economy, he said, it's for right now. You look the way our economy's nosedived. And it ain't just ours. It's all over the world. This thing is nosedived and it's digging into the ground. And don't think it's going to stop it. It's if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, then what I hear from heaven. You ain't going to pray this thing off the nations. You ain't going to pray this thing off the United States. You're going to pray for people to repent. You're going to call them to the Lord. You're going to call them back to God. And the body of Christ is going to come together all over the world and pray for the visitation of the Holy Ghost that we need to establish the fivefold ministry, bring the power and the authority and dominion back to the church. And if we'll do this, God will give us a visitation like the book of Acts, he'll begin to save souls by the hundreds and thousands, do great miracles. Why? He'll bring the, he'll, he said in Joel 2.25, I'll restore to you the years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, the locust, everything's been stripped from God's people. And God's people are stripped from where we were in the book of Acts. We're stripped. The church is stripped. There is no book of Acts church. 
Oh, there's some healings here and there. There's a miracle every now and then. But there ain't signs and wonders on a daily basis like there was by the apostles. You ain't got men like Peter that they'd find out which way he was coming back to Jerusalem and what time he was coming. And they would lay the sick in the street so that Peter's shadow would follow them. You don't have men like that. You don't have men of God speaking the word of the Lord. But this man is speaking the word of the Lord and telling you this is the only thing you can do. This is the only thing you can do. And I think I got to uh, verse 23 in Ezekiel 12. Tell them, therefore, thus saith the Lord, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say unto them, the days are at hand and the effect of every vision. For there shall no more any vain vision or flattered divination within the house of Israel. I'm going to tell you, a lot of preachers have got to where they're using the spirit of soothsaying. Spirit of witchcraft, spirit of divination to minister to people and calling it the gifts. And the sad thing is people don't even know the difference. They do not even know the difference. The Bible teaches us to, to try the spirits whether be, they be of God or not. But it seems like as long as somebody can tell you something, let me tell you something. A spirit of divination can tell you a measure of truth. A spirit of soothsaying and witchcraft can speak to you a measure of the truth. But it will lead you away from God. And it's time to Come together as a body. The body of Christ together as a whole is coming together because you don't have nothing else to do. God stood you still. God has stood you still. Uh, there's a scripture, I believe it's in Ezekiel, and I believe it's the seventh or eighth chapter, uh, where whoever, well, it may be Ezra, but he was leading God's people and he said, We didn't know what to do, and we came to a river and we stood still and proclaimed a fast. It's around 8 or 9, somewhere in there. But I want to read that scripture. But I want to go on and finish Ezekiel. But he said, The days are at hand, the effect of every vision, for there shall no more any vain vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. I, Ezra 8 and 21. Okay. But I told some people the other day, I said, You're going to see a lot of preachers go off the field. I said, This is separation. Because these churches shutting down, they ain't going to be in these jerking, jumping, shouting revivals. People ain't in a mood to jump and jerk and shout. They're in a mood, and they need a word from God. In verse 25, For I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall be no more prolonged, for in your day or rebellious house will I say the word and will perform it, saith God. God will perform this word if we'll hearken to His voice. God will perform this word and bring it to pass. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, behold the house of Israel. Say the vision that he seeth is for days to come. And he prophesies of times that are far off. Therefore say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, There shall none of my words be prolonged any more, but the word which I have spoken shall be done, saith the Lord God. So I'm telling you, if you ain't heard this kind of a word, you need to examine what you're listening to and who you're listening to. If you ain't being made ready, then you need to wake up and pay attention and ask yourself, my God, who am I listening to? What am I following? What am I hearing? Am I hearing the right word? Am I under the word of the Lord? Is my preacher in touch with God? Is he, is he taking me where I need to be in God? Is God talking to him by talking to him by dreams and visions? Or there's the is there the established ministry of the fivefold that a prophet or an apostle can come into our church and give us the word? See, it's the uh, prophet that sees these kind of things. 
and declares the word of the Lord. He's the eyes of the church. The apostle can see him. But this kind of a world event uh, usually comes through the ministry of a prophet. But I saw it last year. I saw it. You can go to our website, worldrevivals.org. You can find the uh, prophecy there uh, uh, from 2019 to uh, April the 25th day. And you'll hear it speak. You'll hear what God said. You'll hear how uh, the calamity's coming, how that fear was going to grip uh, God's people, how it's going to turn things upside down. And I don't care what you say. You listen to that prophecy. If you've got any spiritual discernment at all, say, my God, this has come to pass. This has come to pass. And the vision I just told you about the world and on the economy. I believe God will turn our economy around if we'll listen. But we've got to listen. We've got to listen. But I want to read you this. And this is from Ezra, the 8th chapter, and the 21st verse. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before our God to seek of Him the right way for us and for our little ones and for our substance. See, it's not just me and you. It's not just ministers. It's the flock. It's the sheep. It's the lambs. It's you. It's your wife. It's your children. It's your grandchildren. It's your fathers, your mothers, your grandmas, your, your granddads. Uh, elderly are most vulnerable in this. Uh, do I believe God's got this thing under control? Yeah, I do. But He's not going to stop it until we hearken to the Word of the Lord. till we hear His voice. And here, uh, I think this is Ezra saying, we came to the river Ahaba. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know where to go. So what did we do? We afflicted ourselves before our God to seek of Him the right way. We don't just need a way. We need the right way. We need the right way to go. This Word that I'm bringing to you, where God has brought the body of Christ to the place to bring it together in a unity of the Spirit, in one mind for one accord, this is the right way to go. Because nothing else is going to change anything. The body of Christ has been, the barriers have been torn down. We've been brought together all over the world. Now we need to listen to leadership. You need to listen to the right voice telling you what to do. And like I said, it's not up to me. I, whether you agree with me or not, it's not up to me. I am ordained to speak the word of the Lord. I'm not going to argue with you about this. You bring confusion to, to my wall on my ministry page. I'll delete you. I'll block you. I'm not going to argue with you. This is the word of the Lord to the nations at this time. And people will take hold of this word. Things are going to start turning from them. Because God said the effect of every vision is fixing to be performed. You ain't going to run out and say, well, uh, I know Brother Miller's speaking right, but this is for a long time. No, this is for right now. God told me uh, when he showed me that vision, brought it back to me how the economy was digging in the ground, the whirlwind. He said, that's for now. That wasn't for back in 2009 or 10 or whenever it was our economy. God said, he said, that's for right now. And I saw God reverse the economy. Y'all know how good our economy was doing. And then it just, because of all the business is shutting down everything going the way it did it's just digging into the ground it's, it, and but God said he'd turn you hear me God said he'd turn uh, for I was ashamed to require the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way because we had spoken unto the king saying the hand of our God is upon all them for good that seek him but his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him so we fasted and besought our God for this, and He was entreated for us. So, 
God, if God's with us, then let's move Him. Let's move Him. Let's petition Him. Let's seek Him. Let's call on His name. And somewhere in the night, the Word of the Lord come to me again. Oh, and added to what God had told me yesterday morning. And I went to Hothra Shpara Rebich in Spiasoto Kretze. For even I, the Lord, speak to thee, my people. And I would say, Come. Come into thy inner chambers. Hide thyself and seek my face until the indignation be overpassed. For if you will hearken to my voice and hear my word, how God shall visit and vindicate. And as quickly as this situation is progressed, our God shall reverse it and take it off the scene as though it never happened. But I call my people from this day into 30 days of intense prayer and seeking my face. Intensity in your prayer, fervent in spirit, pressing me as many hours of a day as you can press me and seek my face for my will to be done in the earth. Hear me, my people. Ye ministers, ye handmaidens, ye servants of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord and hearken to His voice. Because this is thy deliverance. This is the word to my body at this time. Stand ye still. Seek my face. Seek my face. Hear my voice. And then move and act upon that that I, God, tell thee to do. For she shall hearken to my voice. Come aside in this prayer and seek me. I, the Lord, shall visit thee with a visitation that no generation has ever had with a power and a deliverance no man has ever known. For it is a time of the visitation of my word and my spirit to restore my people to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. If you've ever heard God, you better hear Him. If you've got ears to hear, you better hear you need to hearken to the word of the Lord. You need to hearken to God's voice. And I'm telling you again, it makes a difference what you listen to. It makes a difference who you follow. And it makes a difference what you support. And we definitely could use your support. Uh, we're getting ready to go to Africa. And the Lord told me while I was over there, He said, you raise enough money to build a church. And that's what I'm striving to do. So those of you that are watching, if you look right down the right-hand corner of your screen, right in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little, uh, looks like a, uh, it's a QR code. Uh, it's a QR code. And if you take your phone uh, and scan that, it will take you to a app that you can make a donation to help this ministry. I mean, just like that. It won't cost you anything. It won't cost our ministry anything. So we need your support. Uh, you think what you want to. I've come to deliver the word of the Lord. I've done what God said. I've brought the word of the Lord to you. And you're going to find that people's got to come into unity. Ministers are going to have to start speaking the same mind, the same thing, and having the same judgment. Because there's only one God. And he's only got one will. He's only moving one way. God ain't going to move one way for me and another way for you. This is the word of the Lord to the nations at this time. And all I can say to you is he that have an ear, let him hear 
what the Spirit speaketh to the churches. May God bless you.